0: Welcome to Undeniable Impact, the official podcast of the Undeniable Brand. I'm Rhonda Berlino, a certified life business and stress management coach. And This is the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about gaining badassery from breakthroughs, mastering stress management, and rocking some resilience that supercharges your impact in every area of life. Making an undeniable impact is being your most Empowered, unstuck, and unstressed self, creating expansive income and impact for generations. Now, that's a legacy play, my friends. So let's get started. Hey there, Rhonda here. So, another one of my favorite episodes. I can't even tell you how excited I am to bring Michelle Gottfried back. Uh, the last episode of Michelle's Brilliance uh, was one of my most popular, and I have to tell you that I was so impressed by what can be done when you know your genetic makeup, your DNA, that I just had to do this. And so I am on this on this journey of finding out one, you know exactly who I am, what genes I got, good, bad, or indifferent but really how to use who I am to the highest potential. That's everything undeniable impact. It's because I'm impact driven and I think you are too. So today, let me remind you who my rock star friend is. And by the way, she really was in a band. You would not know it to look at her though. Anyway, so Michelle Gottfried is a board certified nutrition specialist. That's C-N-S. She specializes in analyzing genes with nutritional biochemistry, a rock star science, I must say. It allows her to help frustrated men and women decode their unique genetic makeup to pick the right diet, pick the right exercise or weight loss program that will finally work for them. She is the creator of Wellness Through Food, an online nutrition consulting LLC. She works as the lead genomic nutritionist with the Nutritional Genomics Institute. You totally have to go to the gram, go to Instagram and follow her on Wellness Through Food and follow New Nutritional Genomics Institute as well. The information is, to me, it's just amazing and life-changing. Anyway, Astounding to know that a rock star is a former CPA, but she holds a master's degree in clinical nutrition. She's a decade of nutrition experience where she's focused her research on the field of nutrigenomics. She spent many years trying various diets and supplements to solve her own chronic health issues that allopathic medicine could not solve. After concluding that nutrition studies contradict each other, surprise, And the healthy diets and the wrong exercise and supplements were doing more harm than good for her. She saw that in many others and realized that genetics was the missing piece because everyone is different. Yes, people, today you can be that special snowflake that you are. For me, every day is that day. (laughs) But you know, there are those that go, when do you think you are a special snowflake? Well, indeed. Anyway, she's helped create material for an online course that teaches practitioners how to validate genomic data with metabolomics and accredited medical testing. She's also co-created many specialty genetic panels used by the Nutritional Genomics Institute that help their clients dig deep into their own biochemistry to understand why certain diets, drugs, exercise... And/or supplements but will or won't won't work for them. NGI's gene panels have been used by elite athletes and A-list celebrities to children with autism. NGI is about to release the first of its kind weight loss and exercise program that's based solely on a person's unique genetics. Validated keyword, validated with specialty testings. So in the show notes, I'm going to give you some links to her Instagram, to her website, and to Nutritional Genomics Institute as well. Simply, she's helping people live better by being who they are. And in that vein, we have the same mission. When you know yourself, when you show up completely as yourself, amazing, astonishing things can happen. So, here's to a giant giant welcome to my friend, Michelle Gottfried. I hope you enjoy this. Well, welcome everyone. Here we are at the Undeniable Impact Podcast. And today we are going through, we are streaming live through our Undeniables Facebook group. So welcome. We're excited to be here today. We have special guests, and again, I have my sister here with me because that's what we do. We sister people, right? Just in the in the construction definition of things, when there's a big load to carry, you get to sister sistered up, and that's that's how we handle this. That's so amazing. welcome, yes, right. So welcome, Michelle Gottfried. You guys, this is part two of an interview I did. Oh my gosh, was it two months ago? Maybe in November. So we'll link it in the show notes so that you can join us as well. Uh, on the Undeniable Impact Podcast, of course, we're all about impact-driven performance. And one of the crucial elements in improving your life at any time, improving the outcome, is to actually know where you start first. You I mean, Where are you? And in this case, it's who are you? So who are you really, right? So one of the amazing things that, I have infinite questions for our guest today, <laughs> but we will be taking your questions as well. But one of the most amazing things to me is that while we are all still we are all human, we are all unique in terms of who we are,. DNA1. And uh, I can't wait to have Michelle go into some more issues that we didn't get into in the last one. And so welcome, Michelle. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you. And I'm so excited because I've been waiting for this particular situation because, as you know, we are very much into nutrition. And when it comes to nutrition, there's a part of what works and what doesn't that has largely to do with your genes. And so I got to the point where I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm helping myself or not. And I know listeners out there. Tell me you don't have a cabinet full of vitamins and those kinds of supplements that you go, okay, I tried this one, and yeah, (laughs) sister raising her hand, (laughs) me too. So, and you try them for a while, and you go, okay, this is great, and then suddenly they lose a little bit, maybe a little bit of their what's happening. And so, I asked Michelle this question. So, the question is, Michelle, how do we know? What our body needs in terms of like supplementing it for support and how can genes give us the key to what we should be supporting? That's a great question. Um, So
1: I'm not a huge fan of multivitamins. You know, if you, some people take their multivitamin because they feel like they're not eating enough foods to cover their bases which is is a good thought and if you if it makes you feel better to take a multivitamin then take it but the problem with multivitamins is they have a lot of ingredients in them mm-hmm. and you might be taking it and you might be feeling so-so but without knowing you know does b3 do something to my genetics does am i taking too much b6 for a variation that I have. Am I taking the wrong kind of B12 and the wrong kind of folate, and it's making me actually feel anxious, and I don't realize it's my multivitamin. If you're taking a multivitamin, you can't extract out each individual thing in yeah. it. So when I look at people's genetics, I look at um, you know I look at what they are eating, but then I look at if you have a variation in a gene that's using up a specific B vitamin more than another person then I may measure your levels to see if that gene is active. If you have, let's say that comp gene that I always talk about, that I call the crazy gene, that makes you have too much dopamine, (laughs) um, you need more magnesium to help your body break down dopamine and estrogen. So I look at specific genes to help guide me, because that's kind of the blueprint. It's very imperative that you measure all of this in labs. If you get a genetic report and it says you need to take blah, 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 because you have this genetic variation, that's not a thing. They're telling you to take something based on a gene. And remember, genes can be turned on or off. And we don't know if they're turned on and off without looking at labs. So I use specialized labs. I use um, things that measure organic acids and amino acids, which are things that can kind of help me see what's going on in the genes. Um, But back to multivitamins. So (coughs) instead of taking, you know, a complex, if you need B1, I have you take a B1 and I have you take a B2 separately and you add them in separately so that we can see how it works in the body. Because if you take that methylated B12 and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel like my heart's racing today. I don't feel right. Then we know it's the B12. But if you're taking a multivitamin, you're not going to know which one it is.
0: So that would mean like if you were just taking a B twelve supplement, maybe you would take less of it, or maybe it's not the right kind of uh, right, the right format, right? Right. Okay. So okay. um
1: I know I wanted to talk a little bit about methylation today, so we'll get there. But yes. you know, there are certain versions of vitamins, like B1 comes in a, a water soluble form and it also comes in a fat-soluble form. One is more for one thing. And the like the fat-soluble one is more for mitochondrial support, glucose regulation. And it can actually get into the cell better. So there's different forms of different vitamins. There's powders, liquids, sublingual. Some people need B12 shots. So it's just hard to know. And then I see people that are taking a multivitamin. Then they're taking protein powder that has a million vitamins in it. Then they're taking a B complex And they're taking you know, electrolytes before they work out, that's got all the B vitamins in it. And by the time Mm -hmm. I add up everything they're taking, you're causing a biochemical (laughs) effect on your body. Okay, you you're you're, when you take a medication, there's a biochemical reaction in the body that blocks something or changes something that happens with vitamins. I mean, they are a natural substance, but Mm -hmm. they're doing something they are doing something in the body, you're not just randomly taking it. And it's like eating broccoli. It's just not how it is. It's a it's a it's you know one part of the broccoli that they took out you know what i'm saying it's not it doesn't have all the other stuff in it that right. would handle so it's just trying to think of like people that take green powders i have a lot of people that have issues i don't know if we talked about this in the last time but who can't process some of the chemicals that are in plants like oxalates phytates salicylates these are food chemicals that are protecting the plant Some mm-hmm. people don't have the genetics to break this stuff down so if you're drinking spinach or beet juice every day that's maybe causing you a problem too so it's just i know it sounds like oh my god there's so much stuff to look at before i start my journey with my supplements and my food but it's not that hard you really just you know
0: because we start from the beginning this is kind of where we were before yeah how we talked
1: before kind of just deciding like what what are my symptoms um am Mm -hmm. i you know the high stress person with racing heart all the time, and I can't sleep, and my mind is racing? Or am I the person with GI issues all the time? Am I the person with cardiovascular disease in my family? So we kind of start with what is your main, the main things going on? Mm -hmm. And then we pick the specific genes to look at. And then we run the specific lab that goes Mm -hmm. with that panel. And then we start from there. And you know, and I do a two hour intake with people. So I have all the mystery, I have, you know, the products they use on their skin. I have, do you have a water filter? Do you have an air filter? Do you you meditate? Um, Are you addressing your energy levels? Are you, um, were you on, you know, what medications are you taking? So with that and the genetics and then the labs, I know a lot about you. Yeah. Every biochemical thing that's happening in your body. And, you know, that's the first step. That's the first step in getting you to a point where now you're energetically good your mitochondria is working your hormones are balanced you feel at peace and then we send you to work with Rhonda <laughs> <laughs> so then now you can learn to be you know your best self but if you don't feel good and you're trying to like better yourself you're not going to have as good of a response you' right. just gonna, you're not you're not going to be able to concentrate. You're not going to be able to learn, you know, mm-hmm. so, go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. So, I'm talking so more than you this time. <laughs> and so oh, I promised myself I wouldn't talk so much. The last time I had so many questions right. and we have people joining us and I'm just wanting to make sure that they get caught up, you know, yeah. so, so yeah. we understand. So, so the one thing that we need to let everybody know is, so nutrigenomics is a thing. Nutrigenomics Institute is, and wellness through food is where, Michelle does all her magic. And basically what you do is you get a 23andMe Mm -hmm. gene panel run and you get the results to her. And so she can run various panels in terms of what ails you, what kind of performance. Sometimes it's even like if you're an athlete, then she wants to know like, what are these particular genes? Because in terms of an athlete, she can strengthen you just like in terms of if you have a variant okay so the variant in terms of the the gene she's talking about is something fun that you just got from your parents yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah a, a
1: gene variant is actually a change in the letters so it's it's an actual change in your dna whereas epigenetics which is a big thing we talk about now is marks that were left on your dna caused by the stress of the people before you. So that mm-hmm. can actually affect how your genes express. It's a little bit different. It's above the genome. I think we talked about that before.
0: Right. Um,
1: versus where when you have a letter change, the function of the enzyme or the protein in your body is actually working too fast or too slow, usually. Right. If it's so, you know.
0: so that's what she means that she's talking about what if you have a variant, then your are very that your body trying to make piece with this variant or help it along has, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of a, a, a little bit more of right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, so it and, and, more. and
1: nutrigenomics is usually measurable. So whereas nutrigenetics when when we're looking at something like a BRCA gene, you can't really change the fact that you have a BRCA gene. Mm-hmm. You can do lifestyle things to help yourself not get breast cancer, but you can't change that gene. But you can actually, you know, affect how a gene expresses when it's a specific type of gene that can be affected by nutrigenomics. So by things that we take, things we eat, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's an important thing to know, because when you talked initially about, I saw this on the gram, on the Instagram, on almost your food. Okay. So for the listeners, I want you to do do yourself a favor. Follow her on Instagram.
1: I know I've been, I've been really bad about posting, but when I do, I like to make those fun little dancey videos.
0: And that little dancing <laughs> video, okay, she's talking about a TikTok, okay, like a TikTok or a Reels, one of the two. It's a real, yeah. But the one that really got me was the one about someone who has too much dopamine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and honestly, it breaks it down to here's the situation you have too much dopamine. This is what, you know, like, and she went in a circle. This happens, that happens this happens. So that, but it's fixable. And I was like, that is so me. So yeah. how do I fix that? Yeah, that so was me. me too. So will you talk about that for me? Would you talk about like if you um, are a person who sure. is trying to sure. sure first, sure. how would you know?
1: Well, how about we'll back up and <laughs> talk about the gene that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. <laughs> <And> that <laughs> down that pathway. Okay. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was how, your diet affects everyone differently. So this is why some people can do ketogenic, some can't, some do better with high protein, some do better with less protein. But there is an enzyme at the very top of the cycle that makes our neurotransmitters. It actually connects B vitamin stuff to how we make neurotransmitters. And it's called DHFR. It's it's an enzyme, dihydrofolate reductase, something like that. And, um, we actually, <laughs> you know, think about, um, our standard American diet and uh, we were eating a ton of bread and cereal and baked goods and pasta. Well, in 1998, we started fortifying all of our food with folic acid because, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that can't get enough greens to get enough folate and folate's super important for neural tube defects and just all other kinds of things. And so it was a good intention and we did fortify our food and it lowered neural tube defects. Um, But now everyone's getting so much of it because we eat so much fortified food. And then you buy your multivitamin that has 800 micrograms of folic acid. People are getting 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 micrograms of folic acid a day. This is too much. And the reason that is, is because that enzyme I was just talking about actually gets slowed down and blocked by folic acid. And if you have a variation in that, enzyme it blocks it even more this is what methotrexate does that's a, an actual drug that blocks this enzyme the reason they do that for cancer patients is because it stops dna synthesis and we don't want we don't want more dna being produced when we have we want to slow down the production of that and um, so this is happening by eating junk food so dhfr is in also in a biochemical reaction where we make something called biopterin And biopterin is needed to make all of our neurotransmitters. So if we don't have enough BH4 because we're eating too much folic acid, then we're not making serotonin, which means we're depressed and can't poop. And we're not making dopamine. This is the opposite of what you and I were talking about. We're not making enough dopamine. So we have no motivation. We are binge eating because we're craving that dopamine rush. It also makes thyroid hormone, so we're cold and tired and overweight, and it makes melanin in the skin. So just by eating that junk food diet and blocking that one enzyme, look look, look what's happening.
0: <laughs> right. It's a, it's, a, it's a storm, right? I mean, right? seriously, you wouldn't think about that. Okay, and neurotransmitters is a big deal to me. If anybody, everyone deals with anxiety on some level is dealing pretty much with the chemistry issue in their brain and um, I, I've study under dr amen relative to to how the brain functions and what neurotransmitters it needs in order to function properly to help you just live as we are designed to live yeah. so I mean and the stress I mean if you're a person who who Lives under a lot of stress, and Michelle and I talked about this the last time. You know, not everybody, not everybody feels the same kind of stress. Yeah, not everybody relates to stress the same, right? But but, some
1: people have the same level of stress but react differently because they've got these (laughs) epigenetic markers, or they had childhood trauma, or they have some of these variations in their genes. So I always say knowing your gene variations will help you. It's almost like a diagnosis. I always have people coming to me saying I want to know what's wrong with me tell me the exact term I'm like well as you said your doctor said nothing wrong with you so the genes to me are a little bit like like a diagnosis for someone like this is why you are this way and this is why this happens to you and not your neighbor and this is why we can fix it this is how we can fix it so back to the dopamine and my tiktok <laughs> so some people have the opposite problem of having too much dopamine. So even if you're not making a ton of it, if it's not leaving the body in a timely fashion, there can be too much. And so those are the people that have the racing mind. Now we're very motivated type A people, we get a lot done. But we have that racing mind. So we don't sleep well. And we need more stimulation to get the dopamine rush than someone who has too little. So we're always looking for grand you know, like drinking more alcohol or things to like make our dopamine rush stronger because we already have so much. So we need magnesium to break down dopamine and estrogen. So I find a lot of women who are type A; they also have estrogen issues. They're usually estrogen dominant. They may have cysts, that kind of thing. So um, it kind of all ties in. But I also made just made a TikTok video about, or actually I put it on my story. The NeuroMag, which is the right kind of magnesium to break down the Dopamine and the estrogen was life changing for me. I used to have extreme rage and and just all the time go 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 going, and now I feel like I'm pretty calm. I mean, my kids would argue with that, but <laughs> I,
0: feel like, I feel like I am.
1: <laughs> it makes me feel calmer, you know, and I sleep better. And um, so that's you know that's another thing. And I'll let you go, and then I have one because you
0: know I have <laughs> kind of questions. Okay. So. So, one thing I'm, I'm wondering, and this is totally a little side thing, but I'm taking some tryptophan. Okay. Okay. So, I understand because I was taking collagen, okay. right? To try to, mm-hmm. try to help myself with my hair and, and skin and all that kind of stuff. And I went to bed and my head was like racing, not just, it was after a little while of taking it, right? So, I didn't notice it right away. But then I saw this um, article about collagen. I'm not sure I'm saying it right, but collagen somehow depleting the tryptophan levels. But I'm telling you, when I I take tryptophan at night, I sleep so great. I I woke up feeling so peaceful, like I can't even explain. Okay. So there's two different issues here. Okay.
1: (laughs) Collagen is really high in certain amino acids that compete with tryptophan. So when you're taking collagen, the tryptophan doesn't get into the brain as easily. It's not actually depleting it. It's just not allowing it to do what it does. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Another thing with collagen is it's high in glutamic acid. And it also causes a histamine reaction in some people. So some people who take collagen actually like get the racing heart. okay? Okay. So that's two things with collagen. I take collagen too. I do notice a huge difference in my hair. But I also definitely have a histamine reaction to it on some days, depending on where my histamine bucket is. I don't know if we talked about that before, but people who have histamine issues, if it's half full, it's OK. You can still have some histamine. But when it's full and you take the collagen, then your bucket overflows and you have What's a histamine? histamine reaction. So that's the racing heart, the runny nose, the phlegm, hives. Oh. It's kind of, you know, histamine's important. We need it, but we don't need too much of it. This is people who have anaphylactic reactions, stuff like that. The other part of that is when you take tryptophan, that's not really going to help a racing mind. A racing mind is more dopamine related. Serotonin, people who don't have enough serotonin actually have depression. This is where you don't want to get out of bed. When you have low dopamine, you still get out of bed and want to do what you want to do with your day, but you don't really feel joy. You kind of just go and do your stuff, but you don't have a lot of motivation to do it. These are two different Mm -hmm. types of depression. So the thing with the tryptophan for you is tryptophan is the precursor to serotonin and the precursor to melatonin. So that tryptophan for you is converting to melatonin, and that's making you have more restful. Well, serotonin makes you, you know, feel calm and the melatonin helps your sleep cycle work better. So it yeah. can help. I never like for people to take single amino acids for very long because they do compete with each other. So, if you're going, if that's something that helps you, I would prefer you to take 5-HTP or melatonin. That's just my
0: recommendation. Oh no, that's Dr. Amen's too. That's exactly <laughs> it. okay. That's okay. right. First, do the. I don't expect you to do the dance for the TikTok. What i <laughs> want to say is, do this cycle because I think our listeners will. Well, that's they'll relate to it. Like,
1: well, I think in that video I was talking um, about. I, I had just been working on a kind of helping people to lose weight. And so I was kind of explaining how having too high dopamine or having too low, high or low is bad. So when you have low dopamine, you're craving things because you, you need a dopamine rush. And when you have too high dopamine, actually too high dopamine usually brings down your appetite because that's what Adderall does. Adderall increases dopamine levels. And most people on Adderall actually have a hard time getting enough food. They don't want to eat. So mm-hmm. having too high a dopamine level usually will bring down appetite, but it also can convert to adrenaline. So now you're like, you know, eh, all the time. That can also cause you to crave things. The neurotransmitters are tricky. You need, you yeah. need a, the right amount of GABA. You need the right amount, you know, you need your, your stimulatory neuro, neurotransmitters and your ones that calm you down, GABA and that kind of thing. I look at all of those and the genetics to them.
0: So, so you're not guessing again. No, it's I'm not like,
1: guessing.
0: It is so amazing in terms of um, all of the detail. If we gave you all the detail and totally geeked out, like I mean, I find it so fascinating. But once you get all that information, like we're giving on this podcast, you know, people will be left with like, okay, well, so how do I use that? So the the reality of using that is at least being able to recognize some of the symptoms in yourself so that when you do get your genes, your um, 23andMe gene panel done, you have something to say, I think that I look like this, or I think I noticed this. For me, it was much easier to tell in terms of um, what exactly, I mean, because I'm both so, you know, like I definitely find myself doing the, Dopamine dance that you did, the the sugary thing. I'm a sugar freak. Here's the thing: I I can't eat gluten. People give me the top part of their birthday cake.
1: (laughs) 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 I love frosting too.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) but I mean, the craving part of it—it was interesting to me. Like, why would you crave it if you have? too much? Or is that, does it go, does it spike and then come down? Is that the situation? Yeah, It can fluctuate
1: throughout the day, depending on different things. Yeah, definitely.
0: But you know, the,
1: the this craving of food can be other neurotransmitters besides um, uh-huh. dopamine. You know, You're uh, the cannabinoid system, which is like why people take CBD. There's uh-huh. the GABA system, which um, any of those are imbalanced then your body is just feeling out of whack and food is nurturing, you know? Like having that special coffee because it's this time of day on this day and I'm doing this particular thing and I associate that with my special coffee drink or what, you know, like people just get into it bad habits and not having your neurotransmitters balanced. <laughs> up.
0: Makes it really hard to stick to anything. I mean, we're in the month right now, at the end of the month, this is like, everybody makes a resolution and um, I'm going to change these habits and whether they are food habits or other habits, it's really hard to make change, make transformation stick in your body without having the chemistry the way it needs to be. And that's why it's so important. I mean, obviously uh, this has to be said because neither one of us are doctors. I mean, she's a crazy good scientist and unbelievable certified nutrition specialist. But you know, this is this all would have to be something that you Absolutely.
1: If you're on medication, um, and it works for you. That's awesome. And obviously, if you ever feel like you're gonna um, work with your doctor to go off of it, you have to work with the doctor, I can support you. But 100% work with the doctor because, you know, medication is a completely different animal. And that's not what I'm trained
0: in. So. Yeah, well, I mean, and you know, what's interesting to you, because I have absolutely nothing against medication, if it can help you, if that is a thing that yep. helps you go on with your life. That, for me, when I'm symptomatic, my body's talking to me. I spent yeah. years telling it to shut up or rubbing dirt on it. Right, sister? Never mind. You are well, mine. Some, some people are
1: able to listen. Some people are able to listen and respond, but other people want to cover that those signals up. So, you know, it's and it's fine. I mean, whatever works for you at that time, but supporting yourself nutritionally and being aware of what's going on in your body is not going to hurt even if you are taking medication. It's just going to help.
0: Right. So we we talked about the the ability for our genes to be turned off and turned on or somehow can you tell people a little bit more about because this is my second time listening to this. And I'm like, so I understand it. I understand and I want to make sure they do because I was like, can you turn this down?
1: <laughs> right, I just, right.
0: Is there a dial that you could just make me a little less amped up so that I you know, don't expend so much energy and then crash or so that I don't make myself so anxious? Because I really, we are impact driven people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe it with all my heart and people are already making an impact, which is astounding and it's costing them their health. And so if you could adjust, you know, turn the dial down on some of it, <laughs> support it with a little more on another dial, yep, yep. I think that would be amazing. You know, so, so you that? Yeah, it,
1: if you know your genetic variations and you can test to see so let's let's use the comp gene as an example. If your magnesium is low in your labs, then I'm going to know that that gene, along with maybe some other ones that use magnesium, are on. And you need to, you know, take more magnesium. That's actually supporting a gene that's active. But epigenetics is kind of how we can influence our genes. So the way we eat, our stress levels, that kind of thing, um, that also turns on and off genes. And our body does that. One way it does it is through methylation. So I'm gonna really quick talk oh. about methylation.
0: <laughs> so, yes, it's important.
1: So methylation is basically just our body moves around methyl groups in the body, and that's how it turns on and off genes. I mean, this is a very complicated process, and there's all these little CPG islands that the methyl groups go to and whatever. But um <laughs> not going to go there because I promised myself <laughs> I would not. Um, but methylation is really important, but it's kind of like a buzzword right now. And so people think that taking methylated things is really good. And it, and it is, especially from food. So your, your leafy greens and things that provide you folate, which is a, a methyl donor. But when we're taking high doses of methylated vitamins, so if you look at your you know, take your thing and look. if it says methylated folate and methylcobalamin, for some people, that's okay. But for other people, um when you're hypermethylated, meaning you have too many methyl groups in your body, it can cause you to feel number one, it can cause you to feel yucky. And number two, you're turning off genes, and you can't really pick which ones are getting turned off. So, you don't want to turn off your cancer suppressor genes, right? And you don't really know, you know, you're almost playing God when you're methylating yourself too much. So you want to have a good balance of methylation, and you need to check that in your labs, you have to make sure that you don't have too much of that going on. Now, being hypomethylated, meaning having too low methylation is not good either. So there's a there's a pretty fine line there between the two. I prefer for people to get to support methylation through eating and then taking things that are like up or downstream of the cycle, instead of like throwing the methylation in.
0: I would have
1: to talk for okay. like two hours to actually explain that. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> Okay. I just wondered like up or down cycle, like I, that didn't relate to if you, you would prefer them to get methylation that is appropriate through food and, and not another way. Well,
1: for folate. You can get it from your food, you can get it from fortified food which is folic acid, you can take a methylated folate, or you can take something called folinic acid which comes in above and below some of the enzymes that don't normally work and so for a lot mm-hmm. of people that actually works better. Um so just knowing which one of those, you know, because there's, I just talked about four different ways you can get it and mm-hmm. it does make a difference. It does make a difference in the body of, you know, if you're Going to make yourself be hypermethylated or hypomethylated, but you know what? You know, MTHFR is a gene that most anyone who's looked at their anyone who's looked at their genetics knows what that is. And people say, "I have MTHFR and I can't detoxify because I have MTHFR and I have to take methylated folate because I have this genetic variation." That's what I see people saying, but that's not, actually not right. I love nutrigenomics, but you know, you know how the internet is. <laughs> and, <laughs> internet doesn't really follow basic science. It just picks up on one thing and then blasts that into, a, into the, you know, into like a title of a social media post that everyone's like, oh my God, I need methylated folate. And then everyone's taking it. And then I've got people coming to me that are like all the time. And I'm like, what are you taking? Let me see. Let me see your bottle. <laughs> Bring me <So>. your cupboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. I like to start low and slow with vitamins, and I like to do a lot of things through food. And I like, um, honestly, just starting with one or two things and seeing how, see if you can get your cycle spinning correctly based on your genetics and your labs versus taking the powders and the gels and the, every vitamin in the world because you think you need it.
0: Or like, it's one size fits all kind of things. And I know that I've done that. My life, and honestly, I've gotten pretty good results. But it's probably more that you know it balances what your cravings are, and so yeah. you're and and you're on a specific diet of sports. I know diets not like the good word, but I mean what you're eating. You're saying, okay, I'm eating clean, like I'm making sure that organically this is a good thing. Because I understand too, like Dr. Amon said, if you're gonna have blueberries, and to me, like blueberries are. Okay, I won't eat french fries if I can have blueberries, okay? Well, good, I, there you go. I have to, I have to pick. Well, they like, should be
1: organic, right? One yes. Of yeah.
0: He said if they're not organic, you know, don't don't because they carry whatever a condensed amount of toxins. Right. And toxins also do things to, to right. your genes as wow, well. Right? And,
1: you know, we all have different detoxification genetics too. So some of us do it better than others. Some people smoke their whole life and they're completely fine because they can detox the smoke better. Some people, you know, eat a little bit of charred meat every year and they're mucking up their enzymes and causing themselves to have cancer. So it just depends on how your body's working and are you going to the bathroom every day? Are you sweating? Are you doing things to get things out of your body correctly? By looking at somebody, can you tell like
0: dull skin just by talking with somebody like I know it's hard on Zoom, but if you're out and about and someone's talking with you or if you're with a group or whatever, can you tell if somebody's like on the wrong vitamins or if they're falling into some of these traps that you talk about? Well,
1: I don't know if I could tell if they're on the wrong vitamin. It's funny because I can I can sometimes predict what your genetics will look like after I've met you. Uh-huh. Just based on your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always looking at people's nails and tongue and skin. I mean, I do notice things about people, and I'm, you know, I might say, oh, that person, or if you're always cold. <laughs> I mean, there are things I notice about people. Right. But
0: like, I'm you, probably like not. What'd you say? Sorry, I stepped all over you. <laughs> no, just, when you met me first, you're like, you have a lot of dopamine, I'm sure. <laughs> I just think I said you had
1: the comp gene. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. I, I I know my fellow compters I, the second I meet them. I've never yeah. been wrong. I've never been wrong about that wow. gene. Um, it's just one of so, yeah, there are some that are more obvious than others. Um,
0: so, we talked about how eating the everyday diet, today's diet actually makes us sad. Didn't we get through that one or did we have to back no, up? Yeah, we
1: did. We were talking about how folic acid blocks our production of neurotransmitters. So my solution to that is even if you don't know your genetics, cut down on the processed food, you know, Mm -hmm. look at the, look at the label and and, and unless you're somebody who lives in a food desert where you can't get greens and, and better forms of folate, then, you know, you should, you should get some folic acid every day. But I kind of think of folic acid as no, 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 just do it in a different form.
0: Well, I mean, and honestly, didn't you say that, The folic acid or the, what's the difference? Because one is the one that. Well, folate
1: is what's food. It's the natural form and folic acid is the synthetic version. It's actually easier for the body to break down if things are working, but in a lot of people, it just doesn't work right. And that one enzyme that I'm talking about does slow down from folic acid, whether you have the variation or not. So you just have to, you know, that's just my motivation for you to not eat a lot of processed food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's plenty of motivation. I mean, if you can change it, right? So yeah. um, the last thing I think we wanted to talk about was the connection between stress, genes being overweight, low libido. Right. And that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. We, we were talking about how like people that are stressed all the, you know, let's say you have a stress response, which is appropriate. And your cortisol raises your blood sugar levels because you need to run away from the lion. And then they need to go back down. But a lot of us are in that state of chronic stress. We're running from the lion all day long. So our cortisol levels are always up. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say, do you guys know how cortisol is made? No. Oh, well, it's made from cholesterol. And guess what else is made from cholesterol? What? Our sex sex hormones. <laughs> so uh-huh. if if cortisol is using up all your cholesterol because you're chronically, it's chronically elevated, then you're going to have lower levels of sex hormones, which is going to make you feel tired, have no libido. So, you know, it's, you know, this is, a, if you're chronically stressed, you don't want to have sex. You don't, you have, you can't use the excuse, you have a headache. <laughs> you yeah, have to cortisol is too high, honey. Um, so when your blood, when your sugar's elevated all the time, then you're using up all your glucose for energy. And so you crave sugar. And when your cortisol is increased all the time, you're also releasing aldosterone. And that's what increases our blood pressure. So this causes people to have hypertension. And so you're basically making yourself sick when you're in a constant state of stress because you're craving sugar and salt. And most people give into those cravings. So now we're eating more salt, more sugar. You're getting overweight. You're giving yourself high blood pressure, hypertension. Um, so there are two genes that I look at in that pathway. One's called ACE and one is called AGT. This is our angiotensin renin aldosterone system, RAS. I think I said it backwards, but it's the RAS system. So, um, those two genes, if you're red in those genes, meaning you have two variations, then this effect will be even worse for you. So you're my people that you really, really have to be careful with stress because, being chronically stressed is going to make you sick, you're going to cause yourself to have high blood pressure.
0: At least I mean, I did a, I did an interview with um, a doctor that we both know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Okay, the diabetes specialist. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you spike your your blood sugar like that, and it just thinks it's supposed to go up there. And so your blood sugar doesn't regulate itself anymore, or Right. It causes yeah. you yeah. to become
1: insulin resistant. The insulin doesn't drive the glucose into the cell anymore. It floats around in the blood. So, it's yeah. you know,
0: it's it's kind of an interesting thing when you're someone who is um, really driven, really feels like they have something to contribute to the world, and and it takes a lot to get that done. So, in terms of all of the things that you use to support yourself, it's so smart to get a panel done so that you know you're supporting yourself you know that you're not hurting yourself by just I think you're trying to support yourself like I'll take all these all these great things and so I'll be good and then I'm more anxious or like I've my entire life I have been I have dealt with this stress kind of thing and I know there are marks on my jeans not because I've seen them just because I know there are (laughs) <laughs> it's just, yep, yep, and, yep. and she has them too. She's a <laughs> sister yep. of mine. I and think we all do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and so, but we all, most of us differ in maybe subtle ways, but it can be really important in terms of what you're trying to get done and how, how bad you hurt yourself. I mean, when I end up in a place where I've worked so hard and it's because I believe in it, like I was building businesses for people. Right. And to me, that's like income in the house, and it's income in my house, too, right? So it's important, important, important. and when it when it got to the point where you know it was done, I couldn't remember. So I knew I was doing damage. Like I literally would walk out the front door and go, "I don't know where I was going, don't know what you know, or yeah. standing and talking to somebody and and like you wish your face was fly paper." Because, wait, give me a minute, because my processor is being damaged, right? So right? if I had slowed down enough to think about the damage I was actually causing myself, and then, you know, like, it was a very social kind of job, too. So there were cocktail parties all the time. Yep, 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 yep. Now, good heavens, I, we go to a dinner party, I have a couple glasses, wine. I'm like, how did I do this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, alcohol doesn't work for me. So yeah. it's one of those things, yeah. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> <Yeah>. It hurts. Sister <laughs>
0: too. <laughs> We're not spring chickens anymore, <laughs> you No,
1: know, You know, and 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 there's a whole pathway of genetics of how you have to metabolize alcohol. So some people are better at it than others. It's it's also histamine. So you know, people who have histamine reactions to wine have that issue too. So.
0: Wow. Well, so it's been amazing talking to you as always. I mean, yeah. I could I could talk like for days. It's time for pajamas. I love talking about <laughs> it. If any people can come um, to my Instagram
1: account, Wellness or Food, and ask me questions there. Um, I'm the messenger. That's the best way. Or my website's wellnessorfood.com or the nutritionalgenomicsinstitute.com is where I see my clients. So those are two places with lots of good information and more information on how to run a panel what type of testing to do um, if you're interested in this kind of thing. If you want to biohack yourself and or just heal from something that you know is wrong, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's amazing. I yeah. see people improve every day and the detailed look inside someone's biochemistry, instead of just saying,
0: Oh, you should mm-hmm. do this diet. that worked for me. Right. I love it. But seriously. My, my son came up to me probably a month ago and he's like, mom, Plants are poison <laughs> the carnivore diet. Now this yeah. is the thing. And it works for him. The, he has other um, issues in terms of his, his own genes. Right. right, right. He has, has, he has a pituitary, um, mm-hmm. adenoma, um that yeah. causes issue too. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to die from plants, babe. I promise. <laughs> It'll be all right. But if you, you know, you know what to do with your own self and that's yeah. the key. It always comes down to knowing yourself, to knowing exactly who you are. And it's accessible in terms of um, how much it costs. You can do a piece at a time, right? Like deal one issue at a time. And um, knowing yourself is key because the, the thing that won't be denied in my estimation, the clients that I see, the people that I know, they are out to do a good thing. Even... As small or large as it may be, in that desire, they should be undeniable. And this is one of the things that can help you support yourself, like individually catered to who you are. I mean, imagine, if the purpose that you're here on the planet for is exactly you, then why not find out what you exactly need to to support what you're here for? I mean, I I got got my crystal ball, got my crystal ball. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> people probably ask you to do the craziest things but okay so my listeners my undeniables thank you so much for being here no matter when you are listening to this podcast if you have a question please look us up you can um look for michelle through the gram the instagram well Wellness your food you can direct message either jerry or myself through our direct messages and stay tuned for our text community coming up soon. So you can text us directly and we'll be able to get the questions answered. Anything that you, that relative to this conversation, if you have a question, we want to answer it. So thank you, Kat, for being in the comments. I'm just saying that you're there because (laughs) (laughs) I'm paying, I'm so engrossed. You know, this is science above my pay grade. Like pretty much (laughs) it's amazing stuff to me so I have to pay really close attention <laughs> so, <laughs> so much all of you thanks Sarah for being here with me and we are streaming live through the undeniable Facebook group uh every Tuesday at uh, noon Pacific Standard Time so we hope that you got something great out of this if you did please leave and please leave a comment and uh rate us and do all those things because we would love for more people to find all this amazing information and definitely subscribe so you don't miss any that's right because then you'll get notifications thanks sister <laughs> all right <Thank> okay michelle <laughs> thanks jara we will talk thank you, you michelle very Bye. much great to see you guys you too. Bye. Bye. all right well hey my friend i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you're ready to go to another level your performance to another level without risking your health and your relationships. Don't forget to go to theundeniablebrand.com. Let me be your coach. Let me spend the first of each month with you, giving you a personal development seminar. Let me help you get unstuck, break through your emotional blocks, find your real clarity, your real passion, and your purpose, and then implement the habits you know you need to implement to change your life by getting a coach to give you some expert guidance specific to your desired outcome. And listen, you're here for a reason. You got as far as you could get, you're here. You achieve so much in your life, but to go to another level requires another level of mindset, another level of discipline, and another level of direction and community and consistency. You have an undeniable drive. So let's get it healthy fully producing on your terms. And that's what my coaching program is all about. So book a free clarity session at the undeniablebrand.com. And hey, we'll see you on the next episode of Undeniable Impact. Be well.